0: Welcome into the Brooklyn Grit with your hosts, Bruce, Joseph, and Brandon, coming right at ya. Ladies, gentlemen, Brooklyn Grit listeners, welcome back to another edition of the Brooklyn Grit, episode number 13. Um, It's just Bruce, I'm recording by myself. Joseph, Brandon, and I were supposed to record earlier, I had something come up. I told them to record without me. They didn't want to, so I figured I would throw a little something out there just so we have the uh, continuity of doing this podcast every single week. Um, It is 12.21 a.m. on Friday morning, and I just got done watching the Yes Network special, um, Nets Magazine. It was the free agent special, and we got to see a little bit of behind the scenes of what went on the days leading up to free agency. Uh, on June thirtieth, that Sunday, and and then the days after, I, I know a lot of Nets fans, myself included, have been disappointed that there maybe isn't going to be a press conference. I, I know Net Income in the Nets Daily comment sections on one of the articles say he heard that there's um, no press conference scheduled. Uh, I remember seeing somebody else on Twitter, somebody else relevant on Twitter saying that there might not be a press conference and we might just wait until, um, I guess, the season starts and we have a media day. I I mean, I guess I understand. I'm I'm not sure. I I, I don't really know what other teams do. I haven't really paid that close attention to see, you know, what teams do when – New guys sign. I'm not sure if the Clippers have done anything with Paul George and Kawhi. I feel like we would have seen that somewhere. I haven't seen anything like that yet. Uh, I know Boston did it. Um, I remember seeing Cantor and Kemba talking and goofing around up there, which is pretty fun to watch. But, yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see DeAndre, Kyrie, KD all sitting down at the table taking questions, saying, you know, why they picked the Nets. When did this come together? What made them decide that Brooklyn was the place to be? I just think it'd be cool seeing you know top players in basketball choosing our Brooklyn Nets, which is still hard to swallow. It's it's still hard. I I can't get over it. It doesn't feel real. I mean we could you know we we talk on Twitter every day, we listen on the radio. Um, some podcasts, you know, different, different media outlets, different forums talking about it, but it still hasn't sunk in with me yet. It still doesn't feel real. And I I think we get a little closure. I'm not sure if that's the right word um, or or something by, by getting a press conference, by introducing our new guys. But if that's not what the team wants, that's not what the players want. Then, you know, then I understand, you know, we got some superstars on the team now. They're, they're going to call some of the shots. And, and that's fine with me. Um, but, you know, the selfish fan of me wants to hear these guys talk about why they came to play for the Brooklyn Nets franchise. Going into this Nets Magazine special a little bit. Uh, it was a little short. I wish it was a little longer. We had to wait for about 45 minutes of Yankees post game, which I saw a lot of people on uh, Twitter were getting upset about. And we didn't get to hear from K-, K Day, didn't get to hear from Kyrie, but we got to hear from Kenny, we got to hear from Shawn Marks, uh, from some of the players, we got to go inside the practice facility, which that place is spectacular, man. The views, it, it's so cool. The whole building itself. I mean, I, I know the. The coaching staff always raves about it. I know players always rave about it. I know we always goof it around that, it, you know, it's a selling point to get players here, but that, that place is incredible. I really, really hope to uh, have a chance to go see it one day. Um, and, and, and yeah, so we, we got to hear, I guess, the same regurgitated information that we've gotten here. You know, we, we've seen Shaw Marks on a few few different places now in WFAN the other day with Evan Roberts, which I'll go into. Um. And, you know, he, he keeps reiterating that he didn't know KD was coming until the decision w- was made. And I'm not sure how true that is. I'm not sure when Kevin Durant decided. Um, but but Sean's repeated a couple times now that uh, they were either going to get a video conference meeting or Kevin Durant was going to come to the facility. And then all of a sudden they got word and then it popped up on Instagram and that was it. Um, Kyrie, I'm not sure if they went into too much in the special about Kyrie coming. I, I know they had Brian Lewis from the New York Post talking about it, how he heard Kyrie's been coming. You know, it's same, same thing we've all been hearing. Um, K- Kenny and Sean both reiterated that, you know, you can hear rumors or know something, but, you know, people change their mind, and it's kind of crazy. You know, you know what happens in this league, and I think they're more so talking about Kevin Durant than Kyrie Irving. Um, didn't really go into the too much. They, they they talked about a couple of the other you know free agents. They showed it from Torian Prince highlights. Uh, they talked about a few of the other guys. And, you know, Kenny got a little choked up talking about the Nets culture and what the different players meant meant to this team over the years, and you know how how they got to from three years ago to where we are today, which was, which was pretty cool. Uh, Karis talked a little bit about D'Lo, his body, how he's happy that uh D'Angelo is, you know, with a great organization, that he got paid his money, and he hopes to, you know, see him continue to thrive. Um, and then we got Michael Grady and Sarah Kustak in the studio, and they went to him, them about three times, and, they, you know, they were talking a little bit about what to expect this upcoming season and kind of, you know, in between these interviews and these video highlights – talking about you know what's going on behind the scenes um one thing i thought was pretty interesting that they they touched on because you know you figured it's on the nets channel yes network yankees and that's shared channel it, it is nets magazine so i i figured to be you know all positive all cheerleading stuff but you know they, they did show show some stuff about you know what happens if Kyrie is a distraction what happens you know if Kyrie's is this and, and then you know they go to show marks and show marks Reiterates what he said with Evan Roberts and some other places that, you know, Kyrie's getting his fresh start here. And, and I agree. That's how it should be. You know, Kyrie has a little bit of a reputation. We know that. We know what's gone on. But, you know, this is the first time Kyrie Irving is choosing where he wants to play. And, and, and he's coming home. He's coming home. He's coming back to his hometown team. They're not in Jersey anymore, but they're still his hometown team. This is the team he grew up watching. That that old school New Jersey Nets hat he had on the day they signed, that hat's awesome, man. And this this is Kyrie's team now, Kyrie and KD. But Kyrie's home, so I don't expect drama. I expect Kyrie to be happy. Uh, moving away from the yes special and more into some Kyrie talk since we got, you know, a couple nuggets this week. We had Spencer and Didwin he do about a 25 minute podcast um, under the athletic umbrella with, with Shams. And that was that was awesome um, if you don't subscribe to the athletic and are a fan of multiple sports or multiple teams I really really recommend doing so first of all you're, you're supporting great great journalism which you know not like it's a dying art but you know newspapers are dying magazines are dying and there there's more of an ability for people to write in podcasts like, you know, myself and our, and our crew and uh, bloggers and everything to, to write. And, and that's great. A lot of people do it as a hobby, but, but it's still a full-time gig. You know, we still need beat writers covering the team. We still need guys travel with the team. We still need people at, you know, at the practice facility talking to players after games and, and, You know, the athletic is a different kind of model, where where they're a pay pay model, and you have access to unlimited articles by some of the bigger names in sports. You know, they poach people from all over. Now they have podcasts, they have blogs, they have articles. They do a lot of interactive things. They do meetups in, in in big cities. Um, their their comment section, and you guys know how comment sections go on the internet. Comment sections are usually the the most disgusting places on the internet. You know, people are anonymous and they're assholes and saying stupid shit, but the comment section, the athletic, it's awesome. It's insightful. It's people giving real feedback and, and, you know, to talking about different things that were featured in the article. And and most of the time, the authors are are writing back Um, for the nets. We have Michael Scotto who's fantastic. He does a great job covering the team. You know, I also root for Rutgers, uh, the New York Yankees, the Devils, the Seahawks, and, and I have great writers and bloggers and podcasters for all of those teams. Not not so much Rutgers, but their college sports are growing a little bit. Um, and and on top of that, there's there's national writers too. I, I originally subscribed to the Athletic as uh, Richard Deitch, He's uh, he was with Sports Illustrated for a while. He, he covers sports media, so he, he's the guy who's Covering the announcers and the writers and stuff. And it's something I'm, I'm fascinated with. And I have been for a long time. And that's why I originally subscribed. And that was a couple of years ago. And the, the platform continues to grow. Um, and continues to get better. So anyway, Shams, he's with The Athletic now. And he did a podcast. I think it was his first podcast. And he didn't do too much talking, but he didn't need to. He had uh, Spencer Dinwiddie on. And Spencer, you know, kind of took it behind the scenes of what went on and how Kyrie ended up here. And we, you know, we all heard that story about Kyrie and Spencer in that um, Harvard Business School class last fall for athletes. But Spence said that they've been friends since high school. And Kyrie's a great dude, and always followed Spencer's career, and, and they've been buddies. Um, said that in December... Kyrie texted him and said, you know, New York might be fun next season. And, and that's when it really got started. And, you know, the average fan might be thinking, like, you know, Spencer's always texting like, yo, come to Brooklyn, yo, come to Brooklyn. But it seemed like it happened organically. And definitely Spencer had a, a, a decent part in it behind the scenes. But, you know, Kyrie was the one ultimately making that decision. Uh, was some tampering going on? Absolutely. Oh uh, know it's a, it's a big focal point to some people on Twitter and, you know, not so much to me. Um, but yeah, I, I, think, uh, and then we also heard that Danny Ainge, I think he came out today or yesterday on Thursday that, uh, he, he and Kyrie had some talks during the season and, and Kyrie expressed to him his desire to go home and play in Brooklyn. Um, so I, I guess the writing has been on the wall for a while. And, and, and I guess I understand why Boston fans are disappointed. And, you know, Kyrie said, saying last year, I'll be here as long as you want me. But th- things change, man. It, this is a player-driven league. And the players ultimately call the shots. And, you know, Kyrie wasn't happy in Boston. And he's here now. This this is his team. This is his squad. Um, but, yeah, I highly recommend you guys subscribing to The Athletic. It's not that expensive. A couple dollars a month. It'd be the best couple bucks you ever spent. Um, listen to that podcast with Spencer Dinwiddie and Shams. A really, really cool podcast. You get to really see the behind the scenes of an NBA player. And you get to hear Spencer Dinwiddie in a different, in a different forum, which is cool. So, you know, it's different than a regular interview or seeing Spencer trolling people on Twitter. You know, he was really, really cool to listen to. Um,. So yeah, I really really enjoyed that. Enjoyed the uh, the Nets special. Not nothing really going on in Nets world. Um, still trying to f- fill out that last two way spot. Um, who else? The Nets. Oh yeah, the Nets signed their fifteenth guy the other day. Who the heck did the Nets sign? Oh, David. How do you say, I don't even know how to say his last name. Nwaba, Nwaba, David Nwaba. Um, Well, I think it's pretty good for a, for a 15th man. Uh, People really, really like his, uh, his defense. I don't know. Uh, You know, the takeaway from all the national writers I saw is like, can't believe it took this long for this guy to sign. So, you know, I'm happy if they're happy. Uh, the Nets also signed Henry Ellison to a, to a two-way contract, which was cool. Um, and I think last week we, we talked about the whole Nets roster. So, yeah, we have one more two-way spot. I know they're looking at a bunch of people. I saw they had a St. John's kid in, in the practice facility there today. Um, I expect the D-League team to be competitive again. You know, speaking of the D-League, I... I Really like that the NBA is incorporating, you know, and embracing a full minor league system. Uh, I think almost every NBA team has their own D League affiliate now. Uh, I keep calling it the D League, it's the G League, G League affiliate now, and, and I think that's great. I, I think w- what they're missing and why guys are still going to Europe, um, I, I think they need to raise the salaries. You know, give these guys six-figure salaries. I understand that part of not allowing teams to have more two-way contracts is so other teams could come in and sign your G League players, and and I totally get that. I totally appreciate that. I I I like only having two two-way contracts, so the rest of your G League guys are you know are up for grabs if they're free agents or not rookies. You know, um, but but I really think you got to give these guys raises, man. The NBA makes so much money. Let these guys eat. Give give them six figure deals. You know, incentivize maybe that kid who doesn't want to go to college and doesn't want to go to Europe, and, and and wants to give the NBA a shot. You know, maybe you do a direct path without the draft. I don't know. What I'm saying is getting all convoluted, but these guys deserve more money, and I absolutely think they should get it. Give them six figures. They're playing professional basketball. Let, 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 let these guys eat a little bit. Um, yeah, I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about, but I, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's uh, not easy sitting here talking and doing a podcast by myself. Um, but I've had a lot of fun, and I, I love this podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk with the guys, and I, I guess maybe we'll make up for, for uh, us missing out on a full episode today and give you two short ones next week. Uh, A couple things I want to talk about. There's a list going around Twitter on Millennial Foods, and I always bust Joseph and Brandon's chops about how uncultured they are. So I I thought that'd be pretty fun to get into. Um, But yeah, I guess I'm going to wrap things up. Sorry for rambling. I hope this sounded decent because I'm going to put it out tomorrow morning. Um, Shout out to flatbushinatlantic.com, this podcast sponsor. Uh, I know our guy, Brooklyn Beat, Justin Salkin uh, t- tweeted today about I guess there's a famous picture of uh, Kleinman Katie's Katie's agent Katie's business partner in a, in a Nick sweatshirt and Justin tweeted you know I, I wish flatbush in Atlantic could or somebody could photoshop this and make it a net sweatshirt instead uh, so FA talented dude did that photoshopped it made it made it a net sweatshirt and then he put it in the store like he always does. And I bought one today. I bought the crew neck, the blue one. It's a dope sweatshirt. Tweeted at Kleiman, and Kleiman said, I'll take an extra large. So shout out to FA. Always doing awesome things. Constantly getting shout outs. You got a shout out on uh, Evan Roberts when Evan Roberts interviewed Sean Marks the other day. I uh, had Rody wearing a shirt in the playoffs. I think this will be like my 12th or 13th shirt. I'm going to have to start sending them to my neighbor so my wife will not kill me for continuing to spend a crazy amount of money on silly Nets t-shirts. Not that they're silly designs. They're awesome designs, but, you know, a 31-year-old man constantly buying Nets gear, the wife gets a little pissed off. But anyway, shout out to Flatbush Atlantic. As always, for now, we might be changing it soon. At checkout, use Gret, G-R-I-T. And get 15% off your whole order, uh, which is big. 15% off, is a good deal. So that that that's it for me. Thank you guys so much for listening to uh, episode 13, the Bruce Solo episode. We'll be back next week, definitely with one episode. Uh, I think we're changing our episode. We changed it to Friday release date. Maybe we'll bring you two next week. Again, I feel bad that the guys aren't on there, and it, you know it's my fault for, but I, I, I something came up and I couldn't to uh, record. When they could, and now it's 12:40 on a Friday morning, and I'm sure I'll be else is sleeping. So again, uh, shout out Flatbush Atlantic for being our sponsor. Thank you guys so much for listening. Our listenership just keeps growing exponentially. Uh, interaction on Twitter keeps growing. Follow us at the Brooklyn Grit on Twitter. Email us at brooklyngritguys at gmail.com. I know I've been saying it for about a month now, but the website's coming soon. We're going to have blogs. We're going to feature our podcast on there. Um, we had a bunch of guests lined up, and I know I keep saying this also, but once the uh, KD and Kyrie news hit and then summer ball, uh, a lot lot of our guests had to go out to Vegas. So, you know, over the next six weeks, as summer gets a little, a little boring. And Basketball News slows down. We're going to try to get those guests on. Uh, we're also working on doing pre- and post-game shows, just quick episodes, for all all 82 games this season. We're uh, collaborating with a bunch of other bloggers and podcasters um, from other teams. And you know, if it all goes well, we're going to have a pre-game show for every Nets game, and it's going to feature... Uh, a podcast guest representing the team we're playing. So I think, you know, that'll be awesome. It's a lot of work and it's a lot to do, but, it, you know, it's something we're starting to work on now and we got a lot of time. Um, also want to get, you know, we got a bunch of Twitter Twitter people who want to get on here. So a- as I've been saying, if you have a segment, if you have something cool you want to talk about, we'd love to have you on the show. We can't just bring people on to ramble because Joseph Rand and I ramble enough ourselves. But if you want to talk about something cool, you have something... Interesting to say, hit us up, man. Tweet us. We'd love to have you on the show. Um, so for about the third time, I'm going to say goodbye. I appreciate you guys. Go Nets. Thank you for listening to episode 13 of the Brooklyn Grit Podcast, the Bruce Solo edition. Um, I appreciate everybody. And we'll see you next week for definitely one episode, maybe two. Maybe we'll do two short episodes, and the whole crew will be back together. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. Hello. Hello. What's up? How's that much? We're going to wait two hours for Bruce again? (laughs) Probably. Listen to a shitty internet.